Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's episode, we've got a weekend recap, an NWSL playoff picture. Almost fully in view, but not quite yet. And we're joining you, believe it or not, live from L.A., from our respective hotel rooms. It's a it's a life of luxury that we live, Lisa and I, for sure. Uh, listen, we need to uh, get through so much, and that includes uh, an incredible time out here uh, witnessing Angel City's inaugural season, their final regular season home game. But before we get into everything, a quick reminder to watch all of our Attacking Third episodes, previews, recaps, and interviews on YouTube. Subscribe to our page to get notified whenever we go live, youtube.com slash Attacking Third. Lisa, I'm so excited. We're back together. We're reunited. We reunited in person. Isn't that wild? We came to LA and we reunited. I know, especially like I was gone on vacation for a little bit. And not only do I get to jump on a podcast with you, but I got to embrace you in a hug earlier today. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. I loved how um it, during our intro, as always, you say, and joined as always by my colleague and co-host, but you know, not always. Lori Lindsay was here. She she stepped in seamlessly. She she held the fort down for everyone, um, as you did as well. I missed you all. I had some good adventures, but man, I missed way too much soccer. And I am <laughs> so glad to be back because so much has happened. So much has happened. We have teams that have clinched the playoffs. Oh, so we have moving parts all over the place. We still have one more regular season weekend in the NWSL and so many things are still yet to be determined in that final weekend because not everything was finished out this weekend. Um, the moving parts are just insane. It wouldn't be an NWSL season without all of the chaos, without all of the moving parts and, and spoilers and teams playing wrecking ball. And 
I am living for it. And as you mentioned, we're both in LA, separate hotels right now, separate <laughs> hotel rooms. Uh, so if the Wi-Fi comes in and out, everyone, hey. don't blame us. But we're still going live. We're still talking about it because we couldn't let a Sunday night go by without going live and talking about everything that's happened. But I just missed it too much. I had to be here. It's also just like it's also just like really fresh in our mind. And like we're ready to talk about it now instead of just sort of letting it, you know, right, like sit and marinate with us and then have to chat about it. We said, let's let's do this. Uh, let's do this now. Let's knock it out now. But you're absolutely correct. You, you were gone. You you were on a much needed vacation. You needed some time away. Gallivanting and around. With this is friend. also, this is also, a, um, a, you know, our, our advertisement for, you know, take the time that you are given. Yes. Uh, if you are someone that has some of that, uh, that PTO or otherwise, definitely take it when you, when you need to take it. But um, actually it was so funny when you were leaving, cause we were both like, everything's going to happen uh-huh. <laughs> when you leave. Cause uh-huh. that's how it always happens. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so you're going to come back and you're going to have to get caught up in all this stuff. And it was funny I mean, kind of walking you through it. Luckily, there's this great podcast called Attacking Third that filled me in <laughs> on everything that was happening while I was gone. So uh, I just listened honestly to you and Lori. And I was like, this is great. I'm all caught up. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just like, let's let's get you caught up. Let's get everybody uh, you know, caught up. Shout out to everyone joining us on the live uh, today. Again, it's, it's not so maybe late for us since we're on the West coast, but I would imagine folks who are joining us from, you know, central or, or East coast, this is a little uh, later for you. Sunday scaries uh, going on right now, real Sunday scary vibes, but we're going to get through it together. Let's, let's just jump right in. Let's just jump right into the chaos. That is what was now the final two uh, match weekends of NWSL. Now one has been put away and there's going to be one final regular season match week for all of the clubs but uh, let's start with Saturday there was a pair of um, games that took place double header uh, between North Carolina Courage and New Jersey New York Gotham FC North Carolina Courage the winners in that one Dabinia recording a hat trick 3-0 taking all three points and then the other side was Houston Dash versus OL Rain. The rain coming out the victors in that one, two, zero in that one. A couple of uh, maybe one blowout, maybe one little bit more narrow. I think two zeros a little bit more respectable, right? But let's talk about these kind of holistically because we've got a lot to to get through. Let's maybe with North Carolina, some of the uh, key uh, takeaways there, kind of the bright spots. Dabinia just (laughs) grabbing the courage and saying, come on, come on, North Carolina, let's go. That's literally it. It was the Dabinia show and North Carolina needed this win. And the three points definitely helps them in the goal differentials. When it comes down to standings, their place in the standings and and staying above that playoff line. But yeah, it's the Dabinia show. This is is what happens when Lisa goes on vacation. Dabinia just goes off. She (laughs) just dominates not only North Carolina, but the league in and of itself, notching so many goals. Uh, This was a a fantastic game um, to to watch Dabinia go off the way that she did. And, And Gotham really struggling defensively they they've just continued to break losing streak mm-hmm. records which is sad to see but at this point it's got to be hey let's look till next year I mean one game left for them in this season look to next year how can they build how can they establish a foundation um, and the players there need to look at themselves look in the mirror and kind of say like okay what do we want out of next season because this year mm-hmm. is done 
Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just to you know, remind folks, maybe give you some insight. I know you were watching us while you were uh, away, but I, I believe when Lori and I were trying to preview this a little bit, we were saying how North Carolina is sort of this team right now. It's kind of scary to go up against at this moment. They're definitely a team that's peaking at the right time uh, in this season. And then you've got, you know, the Gotham style, you just hit it on the head. It's like they kind of know their end game. It's like you want to sort of end out on, mm-hmm. on strong finishes. And they had been carrying a couple of like very narrow score lines, you know, along the way. A lot of, you know, a few 1-0 kind of losses here for for Gotham. And, and, and Lori and I were both kind of curious if maybe this they were going to give – North Carolina some fits in this one, but it's hard to imagine that the courage actually could have had a few more. Uh, yeah. in this one. But they definitely, the courage, keeping up their part of the bargain and making sure that the final stretch of the regular season is not going to be without chaos, without some nerves, right? And then you on the other side of that, we talking about the dash and Noel Rain. This was a game in the, in the preview portion of this. Lori and I were chatting a bit about how there were going to, all of the games are going to have in some level, some type of uh, playoff scenario where they're going to feel very, very intense, but there were some more than others that we felt were going to really have a playoff vibe. And I really think Houston and Old Rain was a part of it, but the rain came out on top on this one with two goals, one from Boston and then one from Leicester. Yeah, I mean, this match was a bit of a toss-up, I think, in terms of heading into it, how these teams were going to play out between Houston and O.L. Reign. And then as the availability reports come out and, and Houston realizes that they don't have Ebony, Ebony Salmon, she's on COVID protocol, um, they're, they're missing some key players in, in what they can do. And for O.L. Reign, I mean, it, I think you and Lori talked about this, saying that there's just this mindset that Laura Harvey has coming back into this, this winning mindset that O.L. Reign wants to win out. They are in this to win an NWSL championship, get the shield if they can, uh, go on and power through. And I think that's what we saw from this O.L. Reign side. I mean, it was a bit uh, back and forth, though, because Houston put pressure on, right? They they had a lot of shots in this one. They actually outshot O.L. Reign 17-8 to eight in this match. But Balser gets on the board first, and then Latsko gets the insurance uh, towards the end of this game, which I think to see a goal – a goal a half for OL Reign is good to see them close out this game. There's definitely a lot of positives to come uh, from Laura Harvey's side as they, they end this stretch um, at, at the final days of the season and continue to stay at the top of the standings because they want to be number one. They want to get a first round by, they want to host, they want to be the shield winners. Um, and I, I think the convincing win from them is a step in the right direction. Oh, Rain, one of the other teams to finally uh, clinch their spot in the playoffs, right? Coming into this weekend was a little different. It was Portland. Now we've got the rain with this win. So I was I was very curious what was going to come out of this weekend, if we were going to get some more teams kind of joining the Thorns. And at first, I wasn't too sure if we were going to see it, but the rain absolutely coming through on their end with this two. Zero win over the dash. We got to get into Sunday, Lisa. We got to get into Sunday because we had a quadruple header of NWSL matches, okay? And we got a couple of teams clinching more playoff spots. But here are some things that are in place. The NWSL Shield, okay? 
and the number one and number two seed are still yep. up for grabs. What a Sunday. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's insane because how, how this Sunday played out, I know you ran through all the games earlier, but Portland, Chicago played Kansas City, Washington, San Diego, Orlando, and then Angel City Racing. And there was a lot on the line heading into this because teams could have clinched, teams could have secured a top three spot, a top two spot. You look at a team like San Diego heading into this weekend, they could have secured a top three spot. And as an expansion side, that is massive. But it, it I mean, the chaos does not stop because Portland ends up winning 3-0 over Chicago Red Stars. Um, they clinch to be the top, so they have clinched. Kansas City also clinches in their 3-0 win over Washington Spirit. And San Diego ends up clinching with a tie to Orlando. That was a 2-2 tie in which Orlando went up two goals in in a team that was going to play spoiler to the San Diego side. Um, and then Angel City Racing Louisville. Angel City, a team that needed this win over Racing Louisville to uh, continue to get into the playoff spot. Now, they're not out yet, but there are so many more moving factors and pieces that come into it. And, and as a team, as a former player, as a team in this, you want to control your own destiny. You want to say win and we're in win and we're in. And that is not the case now when you look at a team like Angel City because they lost two to one to Racing Louisville <sighs> on this Sunday evening. <laughs> I like your deep breath. It's that's how I feel as well. I just because <laughs> look, I started this episode a certain kind of way and I said, We're here, we're in LA. And it just was like the nerves that I felt in watching this game kind of come to life. I was like Ooh, you know, it, it's not uh, it's not helpful for Angel City right now to have dropped points. Uh, not even at home, just at home, but it's just like in general, you only have two games remaining, and um, it's just tough. It's just tough to to, to see that happen. Um, now they're a team that needs other things to happen outside of just needing to win out. They need a lot of other things around them to happen as well. And they went up. That's the thing. In this Angel City-Louisville match, Angel City scored first. They got on the board. It was a shot from June Endo. It gets redeflected by Savannah McCaskill. So she ends up getting awarded with the goal. But then Racing Louisville gets back into it. They end up winning a PK. Alex Chidiak finishes that one for Racing Louisville. It's then tied 1-1. And at the final seconds of this match, the final minute or so, um, Racing Louisville ends up getting another one, a, a, the third one, the, a bit of an insurance one, and they end up winning 3-1. I mean, how how does that come down to it when a team – I mean, this is – I love the chaos. I honestly love it. So, as you mentioned, Angel City now needs to, uh, I don't know, talk to some other teams, get some things figured <laughs> out, because – um, as they go into next weekend against the Chicago Red Stars team that has two players that received red cards in their match against Portland. So now they're playing down players. It's the moving parts are just all over the place, all over the place for this team. I um, I, We're back, Lisa. The cough is still there. Sorry, pal. I know. I'm sorry. It happens. If, if, it's, if it's not your cough, it's my mic. And that's what happens on the road. That's what we got to deal with right now, the two of us, you and I. But you know what? Let's talk about the other Cali teams. San Diego, Orlando Pride. We uh, 
we, we were watching two things at once. We were watching Angel City, okay? And we were like amped. We were like, yo, they went up first. What a time. But on the other side of that, we were keeping an eye on Orlando Pride in San Diego because it's like Orlando also got the memo. And they were like, you know what? We should try to maybe spoil some things here for the other California team. And the wave went down in this match, and they were down for a little bit 2-0 before making a comeback right around the 70th minute to, well, eventually make sure that they were also the other team that went and clinched uh, a playoff spot uh, this weekend. So going down 2-0, finally able to level things out 2-2. Corniak getting, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Doniak getting the equalizer and then Corniak with the go-ahead, a scary moment there with uh, with Korniak also kind of looked like a like an ankle issue or lower lower leg issue. Uh, hopefully everything's okay on that. But, uh, San Diego, yeah, San Diego. I mean, I think that's huge. An expansion side, like securing a playoff spot in their inaugural season, a team that sat at the top of the standings for weeks this year weeks sitting number one um and, and then over the last couple of weeks um kind of plateauing a little bit into into a team that wasn't picking up points they weren't playing consistently on the pitch uh now they they head into this weekend and um you and i were together at the angel city game while the san diego pride game was happening and we were watching on i was watching mm. on my phone pulled up paramount plus <laughs> uh, we were following along on twitter we were following along the updates and Orlando going up two goals. Um, oh. We looked at each other, Sandra. We were like, what's happening it's, here? Like, no, no, this, no. Is, <laughs> this is great. Like Seb Hines for Orlando, like playing uh, with this team, coaching them in, to be this team that, that does so many things well, but then they can't close out a game. They can't manage a game. I mean, Maggie Doherty Howard getting the opening goal. I mean, th- that's that's predictable. That's what Orlando wants to see. Gunny Yon's daughter, a player that hasn't been getting a lot of consistent minutes with Orlando, she ends up getting the second one for for the Pride. Um, but then they, they can't close out, and San Diego ends up notching two, as you mentioned, um, and, and they clinch this spot, but they don't know their position. Yes, they could have clinched a top three spot with a win over Orlando and a few other things going their way. But because the the wave did not do that, they've just clinched. So uh, if they host, hey, that is still to be determined because the the order is very undetermined considering um, the points right now and where this all plays out. It definitely comes down to the final weekend. I was a little bit I was a little bit curious if, if things were going to play out that way, you know, because we had the pride earlier, not too long ago, hand San Diego a defeat. They were going on a bit of a of an undefeated streak of their own. And I was wondering if maybe they were going to go 2-0 and for the regular season to kind of like take the whole series from San Diego. But that wasn't the case. Um, but but I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that says about San Diego right now at this point in the regular season to struggle on the road against an eliminated team, right? An Orlando Pride team that has been struggling themselves. Um the majority of the season and um, while we're talking about teams that are you know kind of peaking at the right time are San Diego plateauing at the wrong time you know yeah. uh, those are the yeah. concerns that I think I'm I'm having about this team uh, right now as we sort of look ahead to, to the playoffs because like I said something that's not actually 
you know, something that's not clinched yet, something that's still at stake is both those semifinal spots and the NWSL Shield. So while there are teams that have clinched their positions, uh, there's still some things at play. And Kansas City is another one of those teams that also can say, hey, we're into. And listen, we got to we got to show some love to, to Kansas City's way here because talk about a turnaround, man. You know, like massive. This is this was a team that was mainly in last place last year and have gone on a, a near complete turnaround here. Um, and they've clinched a spot in the 2022 NWSL playoffs. Amazing. It, that's huge. That is so huge for a team that um, had a losing record last year. Ended up playing spoiler towards the end of the 2021 season, but they come out and and they don't only clinch a playoff position, but they have a very convincing win over Washington Spirit with three goals. Uh, Lola Bonta opening the scoring for the current in the 18th minute, and Kaiser gets on the board. Claire Lavoge gets on the board as well, a bit of an insurance goal, all in the first half. So it was 3 0 at halftime for this Kansas City side. Of course, they brought the the fire and the celebrations. Lola Bonta giving a little putt putt uh, <laughs> after she scored her dagger of a goal. But I mean, I think that it, to watch Kansas City play this year is so different than watching any other team because they're playing with such freedom and they have so much fun and they're winning on top of that. They've got this undefeated streak. They they continue to, to power through second year in the league and they end up clinching a playoff spot. I mean, it, it's not as impressive to me, I don't think, as San Diego doing that, but it's still incredibly, incredibly impressive. And this is a team that could finish – in the top, uh, they could they could win out next weekend and end up winning the shield. <coughs> I I love that. Well, let's let's look ahead a little bit. You know that we talked about the teams that have clinched and, and and the teams that still need to do some work and need miracles. Quite frankly, at this point, to sort of um, aid them in in a push for for a spot in the upper half of the table. Uh, when we're talking about the standings coming out of this weekend, the things that were stay looking ahead a l- just a little bit to, to next weekend, Portland Thorns are still in first place after the results taking place this weekend. They're at number one with 38 points at number two is OL rain in a second place with 37 points, Kansas city current in third place with 36 points, San Diego Wave FC in fourth place with 35 points. Houston Dash in fifth place with 33 points. And North Carolina Courage, it's official, have made the leap into the upper half of the table into playoff position with the sixth and final playoff spot at the moment with 31 points. Let's take a look at those on the outside looking in. In seventh place, it's Chicago Red Stars with 30 points. Angel City FC in eighth place with 29 points, officially eliminated from contention. Orlando Pride in ninth place with 22 points. 10th place, Racing Global FC with 20 points. In 11th place, Washington Spirit with 19 points. And in 12th place, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC with 12 points. So still some things to be determined in the final match week of NWSL where there's still going to be some small decision day scenarios going on next week. And I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into those more when we uh, actually do our preview episode of the NWSL matches in front of us. But something else that happened while you were gone, Lisa, women's super league got kicked off. 
It sure did. I can't believe it. I, I missed the opening weekend, but don't worry. Uh, there's a whole season ahead of us. I'm thrilled for it. I loved listening to to your picks, you and, and Lori. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> stinkers! We chose some stinkers there. Jeez, jeez. It was like uh, it, it's like if if NWSL is already going to be chaotic, it's like you know everyone else needs to join in the, on on the fun too. Yeah, we were I think oh for for two and the two picks that we made because we took a, a little bit of deeper dive on on the games that were going to be featuring on Paramount Plus, right, mm-hmm. or CBS Sports Network. So uh, similarly into this weekend, uh, we had Chelsea FC versus Manchester City and Liverpool versus Everton on Paramount Plus. Arsenal defeated Tottenham 4-0. I believe that was on CBS Sports Network. It was a wild, wild time. A uh, couple blowouts, right? But I think uh, the one pick that we got correct here, I believe, was Chelsea going up against Manchester City. Hard to believe that Manchester City starting off their Women's Super League with a uh, you know a two game hole right now. So they're they're all in two to sort of start their their season. And uh, Liverpool unable to sort of capitalize on the momentum that they uh, you know could have built for themselves coming out of that. Uh, debut weekend against Chelsea with that massive upset, but uh, Everton getting into the mix and handing them three goals and a loss. Uh, interesting, interesting scenarios happening in Women's Super League. It's a it's a fun start, I'll say. It's a very, it, it very is, fun. Start. It is a fun start. I mean, when you look at as you mentioned, Chelsea over Man City, like that two 0 scoreline is maybe not as as surprising, but this early in the season. Um, I am surprised that Man City didn't at least get on the board. I think that's also like when you look across uh, this slate of games, five out of the six uh, were shutouts for some of these teams. So like defensively, I think that says something a little bit, but I, I think it's it's still pretty early in this year to kind of see oh, yeah. um, how things all shake out for these sides. But I think, I think we'll see a change in Man City coming um, a, a little bit more evened out, understanding player personnel, understanding the system that they're playing in and, and how they're going moving forward. And, I mean, Chelsea's no easy task to play against for City. Um, and, and Chelsea handing them two, not too bad, but the fact that this is now – Man City's now 0-2, that, that's that's a different look for them heading into week three for sure. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see something different from Manchester City. We'll see what Garrett Taylor has yeah. up his sleeve. Uh, Got to make some adjustments. Uh, you know, you don't want to. You don't want to make this a habit for sure. That's not something that you want to uh, get into, even if it is early in the season. But uh, it's been a it's been a ride. It's been a whirlwind. At least when we get back together, we're going to be talking about the end of the regular season for NWSL. And but don't worry, we still like, have midweek games. There's still a midweek. <sighs> Look. The finish line is so close. It's so close. I just can't believe it. I just sort of feel like we just started uh, the, the regular season. It's wild. And maybe I'm in my feelings a little bit because we had a massive time here in L.A. We just want to shout out Angel City for hosting us. Uh, Lisa, what were some of your favorite spots of uh, hanging out today? Um, I really liked getting to interact with some of the Angel City fans, uh, talking with them, understanding what they enjoyed most about the year. Uh, we got to do a couple cool interviews as well. So I'm going to shout out that as well. Um, oh, yeah. Julie Ehrman, the, the president and co-founder of Angel City, we've spoken with her a number of times before, whether it's uh, the first time we were in L.A., 
or casually off mic. And she just is very passionate about what Angel City is building here in Los Angeles. And I think like her passion and her energy is infectious to me. And then when you couple that with a conversation with Julie Foudy, you're like buzzing all over the place. Like it makes me want to go start an organization, start a club, be part of something because they're just so passionate about it and proud of what they've done as they should be. And it it inspires me a little bit. This is like super cheesy, but uh, that's how I was feeling after those conversations and having that live interview with both of them. Uh, We also got to talk to Kristen Press. We had her on the show, which was pretty fantastic. Um, She was chatting about her new collaboration with her clothing company, Reink and Angel City, um, how how she's creating this great line of, of clothing. And we chatted with her about them. Shout out to, to Kristen Press and Angel City um, for letting us in on all that there was to be had today at the Angel City Fan Fest for their final home match. What about you, Sandra? Anything stand out today besides uh, the blaring L.A. sun? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, I love that everyone, everyone that we talked to, whether it was President Irwin or uh, Julie Foudy, Kristen Press, um, you know, Vettel and Emily, the, the Angel City supporters, mm-hmm. everyone had a, a, a common thread within some of their responses when we were asking them questions um, and just being so happy with what they built. Um, it's It really is something to witness and being able to um, – even just have the smallest role in that, like you and I being able to go out there a couple times now and uh, do attacking third events with them um, and just being able to witness all that up front and in person, it really is um, uh, something to take in. And I'm just uh, grateful that we got to, uh, to be a part of it a little bit in this inaugural season for them. So thank you to Angel City. Um, shout out to everyone joining us uh, tonight. We appreciate your time with us as always. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Attacking Third. Download, follow, and listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube to know whenever we will go live. And Lisa and I will be back soon with even more soccer coverage for you all. First we got to get home first. We got to get <laughs> home first before we do another one. <laughs> we're, we're, we're tired. We're, we're, we're getting through it. We're following through it. But uh, for, for Sandra and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.